My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh, oh my! Our Goblet of Wine is Better, our series about the Harry Potter books, movies, and everything in between. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 19 and 20 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And as always, we want to give our patron, Boom, a shout out. So thank you, Boom, for being there. And uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) So we have a time limit now, guys. Um, So we only have like two hours that we can talk. (laughs) <laughs> we will probably fill up the entire two hours. Thank you, Zencaster. Thanks, Zencaster. Uh, <laughs> but we'll we'll work on figuring that out so we don't feel like we're rushed and feel like we have to cut a ton of stuff out anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually, we'll get it fixed, hopefully. But for now, it's two hours. So, yep. The the first like I don't know. We don't have anything really. Just join, join the, the Discord. Discord. Yeah. Join the Discord. Yeah, that's it. Um, and you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, chapter 19's title is the Hungarian Horntail, and then I think chapter 20 is the first task or whatever. But Something basically, like that, yeah. the yeah. whole this whole episode is about the first task of the Triwizard Tournament. Yep. That's what we'll be talking about. <laughs> so we're yeah. gonna. No, you mean yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but that's, we're the, on... that's the word of the day. The word of it the day is, is yeah. <laughs> it is the word of the day. Um, but we're on chapter 19, the Hungarian Horntail. Um, so we're going to talk about that first. Is your part before mine? I can't. No, remember. yours is kind of. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I didn't write a whole lot about this chapter. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Like, yours kind of starts. But anyway, Harry is very excited to talk face-to-face with Sirius, and I think it's funny that he thinks it's going to be face-to-face, because it's not really face-to-face. Yeah. But yeah, so Harry's really excited to talk to Sirius, and Hermione's like, oh, we got to figure out a plan to get everyone out of the common room, and I really kind of wanted to know what her plan was. Yeah. I mean, I, I think- didn't tell us. <laughs> no, they, they kind of told us. They kind of told oh, us. they did? They, yeah, they basically said, like, oh, we'll just- can like convince people to go up to bed like oh it's oh. late you should get some sleep <laughs> and then it's like and if people are still in there by the time you need to talk to Sirius then we will release dung bombs but hopefully it doesn't come to that oh right <laughs> I was about to say that's not really a good plan like oh go to bed <laughs> like, <what? laughs> go to bed it's late <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a good plan but the dung bombs that makes a lot of sense so they're gonna yeah. make Harry sit there and smell dung bombs while he talks to Sirius <laughs> if it comes to that yes <laughs> All right. Well, I hope Harry's okay with his nose. Right? Yeah. Good thing that doesn't happen, though. I know. But then, you know, of course, we have Rita Skeeter and how she's like a piece of shit with her article and all that. So you can (laughs) talk about the article. I mean, the only thing I mentioned about the article is that in her article, she mentions that Harry is a top student at the school. And I was like, I don't think so. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
and I love how that article turned into just an expose on Harry. Um, we know, all knew she yeah. wasn't really going to write about the champs and that she was really just going to write about Harry. And I was just laughing that she quoted him as saying, sometimes at night I still cry about them, about his parents. Like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He doesn't cry about his parents at night. Are you kidding me? Plus, why would a teenager, a 14-year-old, admit that to the tabloids? Right? Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't. But whatever. And then, you know, of course, there's the aspect of it where, you know, they say that Harry and Hermione are in love. Oh, that's right. She does say that in the article, doesn't she? (laughs) They're not in love. They're not. (laughs) At all. Ever. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's not how that works either. Nope. But it's Rita Skeeter, so what are you expecting from her? Yeah. I also I also kind of laughed at the part where Harry was like insisting he won't talk to Ron again until he apologizes and that he doesn't miss Ron. I know, right? I was like, <laughs> I'm oh, like okay, Harry. <laughs> It's really funny, like, cause, cause we all know the story. We we've read the series, we read the book, we've we've watched the movies, so we know what happens and yep. all that fun stuff. And it's just really funny looking back at this, reading it as an adult, and being like, "Oh my god, you guys are so stupid." It's true. <laughs> this <laughs> is really ridiculous. I yeah, these oh these people. Mm-mm. I know, <laughs> but it, it it it's teenagers. They're teenagers. You're it's right. Just, that's how it is. But sometimes even the adults are freaking stupid in this series. I know. <laughs> oh, so many adults in the series are stupid. I guess it's not sometimes. A lot of the times the adults in the series <laughs> are very stupid. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> they uh, are going to go to Hogsmeade. Like, Harry is willing, but he doesn't want to meet up with Ron. He I think the stupidest thing about this, because <laughs> Harry does go to Hogsmeade, but yes. the stupidest thing is that he wears his invisibility cloak the entire time just to avoid talking to Ron. Yeah, I think that's so dumb. And I think Hermione should have ratted him out, honestly. Absolutely, yeah. Because, like, like, it's one thing to avoid Rita Skeeter. Avoiding her, absolutely, 100%. Put the cloak on, just do it. But avoiding Ron? Like, no. That doesn't make any sense. No. (laughs) Why are we avoiding Ron? Like... I know, like... It's so stupid them having this whole fight over nothing. Yeah. Like, Ron, get over your jealousy. Harry, get over your stubborn bullshit. Yeah. Y'all are literally best friends. And Harry, apparently, I mean, I don't know where he says it, but it's in these two chapters. But he, like, mentions that having Hermione as your best friend is not the best because it's not as fun. <laughs> I think I think I vaguely remember that. I don't remember because when that said though. I don't either. I think it's in the next chapter. But it might be. He, I don't know. He mentions that it's not the best because he's like always in the library and he just can't oh, joke yeah. around as much as he would with Ron. And That's I was right. like, okay, so go make amends with the one that you want to be your best best friend. Okay, like hello. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be all upset that you have to have Hermione as your best friend like y'all are all best friends yeah (laughs) you guys are all best friends I know you like Ron more because he's more fun but Hermione's still one of your best friends dude exactly exactly I also think it's funny that Hermione brought um like spew stuff into Hogsmeade trying to see if she could get the villagers to uh to join her in her spew adventures yeah and I was like, LOL, they will not support that. No, 
<laughs> no, <Ooh>. Hermione. <laughs> I did uh, enjoy. I don't know if yours. I don't know. What did you enjoy? Um, I enjoyed how Moody could see right through the cloak. Yep. Fake Moody. Fake Moody yes. saw right through the cloak. His little eye went, oh, hello, Harry. I, <laughs> I think that's interesting. Yeah, I thought it was really. I, I mean, like, obviously, Moody would know that Harry's there, just obviously with his eye yeah. and everything. But I think, I think it's also mentioned to Hagrid, like, oh, Harry's here or something. Yeah, it's true. It's just, it's like, okie dokie then. So then, isn't that when Hagrid has, like, goes and asks Harry to meet him at his house at midnight? Yeah, because yeah. he's talking to Harry. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, once Hagrid and Moody leave, uh, Hagrid, or not Hagrid, Harry says to Hermione, like, why does Hagrid want me to meet at midnight? And she's like, does he? And I'm like, Hermione, you were right there when Hagrid was talking to you and then to Harry and then said goodbye to you. Were you really not paying attention? Yeah, no, she's Hermione. I know, but even still. (laughs) Even still. You'd feel like she's Hermione would be a good reason for her to pay attention, but I guess not. I guess not. She, She was too busy... Going through her spew notebook. Yeah, she was like, oh. no, 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 this is not involving me. Hagrid is leaning towards Harry, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not how it works. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, so Harry has to meet Hagrid at midnight. We don't know why. I mean, we know why, but we don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Harry doesn't yes. know why. Hermione is like, what? You know, like, they're all confused. Um, And I was like, oops. You know, because, like, they mentioned that it could make him late to meet Sirius. It could be cutting it close. That's but, right. But, you know, Harry's yes. definitely going to do it anyway because he's Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Because Harry's supposed to meet Hagrid at midnight and then he's supposed to meet Sirius at 1 a.m. Yeah. So, you know, oh, a whole that's... hour. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, apparently, I guess it takes half an hour to get from the Gryffindor common room down to Hagrid's hut. Does it really? It said, it, yeah, because Harry leaves just after 1130. So eh, maybe not quite half an hour, but like it says Harry leaves because the whole plan was Hermione would open the Gryffindor entrance for Harry just after 1130 and he would go out as she's coming in. Yeah. So, but also are, are the students allowed to be wandering the castle at 1130 PM? No, no, I'm pretty sure they're not. I would think that curfew would be like 10 PM. I just, I think that they're not allowed outside of their common room. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, they could probably oh, yeah, stay no. up all night, but yeah, yeah no, 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 no. can't wander but, the corridor. No, but like a, a curfew, yeah, of being in their common room at yeah. the very least. I think by you're like right about PM. that. I I wonder if it's probably more likely eleven or so, though. It might, or be. maybe they just have to be back by midnight. I mean, that's my guess. My guess is that they have to be back by midnight, but that yeah. seems ridiculous. Telling children that, oh, hey, your curfew's midnight, no matter what age you are, then you're going to have some 11-year-olds wandering the castle yeah, until midnight. Yeah, I don't think they care. They don't care about putting the kids in danger. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about those little 11-year-olds? <laughs> I, just, I, I think the curfew needs to be 10 p.m. I mean, at, I think the least. curfew should change with what age you are. But I mean, that know. too. That too. But even still... I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. But but he goes and meets Hagrid. 
Mm-hmm. And we get to find out what the first task is, kind of, you know, we get to see Charlie Weasley, which, Charlie, you know, and if anyone knows what Charlie means, it means dragons. <laughs> yes. And I like that, uh, that apparently, you know, Charlie had talked to his mother and, uh, and she, of course, Molly has read Rita Skeeter's article and apparently she, like, she read it and she was like, oh, he still cries about his parents. Oh, bless him. I never knew. And it's like, Molly. No. Don't trust Rita Skeeter. Don't trust. Don't. D- don't. Just don't. Don't trust that rat. Don't do it. But of course, like, Molly is a, a stay-at-home mom. Like, sh- her her whole world is being at home. Yep. So I'm sure, like, the Daily Prophet or wherever Rita Skeeter puts her articles, I'm sure that's all the news that she gets, really. Yeah. So. I think you're right. But, you know. Still don't yeah. trust her. <laughs> don't don't trust Rita Skeeter. Um, I don't know. Um, Molly, I don't know. do better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but Harry is like, whoa, dragons. Okay, and like obviously, like Karkaroff is there, and Madame Maxime is there. Well, well, we don't we don't see Karkaroff. Yeah, we don't see him. We see Maxime, but you know, you're gonna have to assume that Karkaroff finds out one way or another i mean harry assumes that karkarov knows yeah because because basically harry went to meet hagrid and hagrid eventually was like okay put your cloak on we're gonna go and then he meets up with madame maxime uh to show her the dragons and then you know harry just happens to be there mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so so he's kind of like yes like here you go this is what's happening and then um, on Harry's way back into the castle, he accidentally bumps into Karkarov. Oh, yeah. So Harry's true. immediately like, oh, Karkarov knows. Oh, my God. Yep. It's like, okie dokie. That's right. I didn't write anything about how he was going back into the castle. Oh, I didn't either. I just happened to remember that. Well, I'm glad you remembered it because I did not. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I-, I also want to point out, I don't remember when or how or why this is said, but apparently the first task at the tournament is on a Tuesday? Why? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. That's so weird. Like, I would expect it to be, like, on a Friday afternoon or a Saturday or something, you know? Uh, yeah, like, you would think it would be on a weekend. Not middle of the week. Nah. Nah. <laughs> but like, it is. What was, what was the point of putting it on a Tuesday? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. I wish I could tell you. <laughs> I can't yeah. even think of like a real reason for it to be on a Tuesday. That's stupid. I don't opinion. know. Maybe it worked with the Ministry of Magic's calendar. Like Ludo oh. Bagman and Barty Crouch Jr. were like, yes, this is the day that works for both of us. They're free on a Wednesday and not the weekend? Free on a Tuesday. Or Tuesday and not the weekend? That's weird. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's like, oh, the weekends are our days off. We can't do anything on the weekend. Whatever. Should you be working during the week? I'm just kidding. Whatever. Right? <laughs> it's fine. But it's on a Tuesday, so I guess that's whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. But, you know, Harry did get to see all these dragons and stuff, and now he's, like, wigging out because, oh, no, dragons, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's not sure, like, what he has to do or whatever. But yeah. um, you do hear Charlie mention that uh, they had asked for nesting mothers. Oh, that's right. 
So it, ha- it probably has something to do with the nest, but obviously Harry is not going to be that smart, so he can't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Harry also got to watch them all uh, stun the dragons because the dragons were freaking out. Yep. So it's like it, it took like tons of people to do it. Yeah. Like there a are lot reasons. Yeah, there are reasons there are usually like so many like dragon handlers with yep. these dragons. Yep. Uh, Good times. Not Good sure times. how they think they're yeah. gonna keep the dragons quiet while they're that close to the castle, but okay. I um, get the feeling. Well, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. They can't it be is, too what, far. Like Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can't be too far, but. I don't know. Yeah. They have a couple days until the first task. So it, it's it's interesting that they got them there a few days early. Yeah. You would expect them to get there like maybe a day early. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I guess not. I don't know. I guess not, yeah. Um. So Harry heads back to his common room. Yes. And, uh, you know, he's he's in there and then all of a sudden Sirius appears in the fire. <laughs> here's here's the thing that it, it specifically just said like Sirius's head was sitting in the fire and I'm like okay so either Sirius had just been waiting there silently or he just happened to do the weird head only flu powder trick at just the right moment that Harry looked into the fire yeah I don't know like it just I don't know I don't know what to tell you uh I'm not 100% sure which I do remember hating how they did the flu powder thing in the fifth movie after they did the one in the fourth. The fourth looked nice and like it was supposed to, in my opinion. But then in the fifth one, they like made their faces out of like fire and ashes. Yeah, it was stupid. It was like it was like projected onto a screen instead. Like it was like, why? Yeah, it was weird. I, I would rather just have their head like sitting there like a hologram basically <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was in the fourth one <laughs> so yeah. it was a lot better but anyway different directors i think mm-hmm. i think anyway maybe i don't remember but yeah remember. Probably. we've looked before we've looked before but yeah probably different directors i would say different directors because i don't i don't think the same director would change how they did the flu powder fire yeah scenes. But anyway, um, Harry gets to complain to Sirius about everything going on in his life. He's just a big old complainer right now, and uh, <laughs> and Sirius is like, "Oh, it's okay. Like, let's huh. let's figure out a um a plan, you know." Yeah, and um, he starts. Well, no, he. Not not there yet. But anyway, um, Harry thinks he's a goner, you know, obviously, because he's like, well, the task is dragons, so, like, I'm definitely dead. <laughs> yes, yeah. And then uh, Sirius, like, mentions that, you know, Karkaroff, um, it likes to teach his as many students as he can at his school, the dark arts and all that. Like, he's purposefully doing that because he used to be a Death Eater and all this. But I can talk about the Bertha Jorkins thing because... Um, she's definitely an idiot and she it's possible she was lured into a trap not mm-hmm. sure what kind of trap but you yeah know, i can talk possible. about the false alarms okay yes do the false alarms <laughs> basically the whole false alarms thing was a uh, was about mad eye being attacked the night before he started at hogwarts yeah. 
Um, and Sirius says, like, yes, I know. Uh, I think it's Rita Skeet or someone like. God, who is it? I don't know. Uh, but Sirius just said, yes, I know. She says it was another false alarm, but I don't think so somehow. I think someone tried to stop him from getting to Hogwarts. I think someone knew their job would be a lot more difficult with him around. And no one's going to look at into it too closely. Mad-Eye's heard intruders a bit too often, but that doesn't mean he can't still spot the real thing. Moody was the best Auror the Ministry ever had. Yeah. So. So, um, I think that that probably proves that the Mad-Eye who got attacked was the real one. And um, that he was probably attacked by the guy impostor. Impostor. The imposter. I was going to say impostering him, but I don't know if that's like a word. Um, But the one who's like, you know, taking his place and pretending to be him. Mm -hmm. uh, Barty Crouch Jr., if you guys would like to know. Uh, (laughs) But I think he was the one who attacked Mad-Eye. Honestly, in my own personal opinion, I don't know if we ever actually find out if that's what happened. But if, if, yeah, I don't think we find out. But if we do, then it's at the end of the book. Yeah, yeah, it would be at the end of the book when they do the Veritaserum on him. But yeah. I would say that it was probably Barty Crouch Jr. who attacked Mad Eye before he was going to the school, probably so that he could just try and replace him. Yeah, so that he could still have Mad Eye at the school, quote unquote, but still be able to do his job. Yes. Um, so I think that was probably what it was. Um, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's it. That's it for the mad I think. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, Sirius is like, okay, let's talk like strategies, you know, trying to help Harry figure out a way to like do whatever yeah. he has to do with this dragon. Not that he knows yet. Um, yeah, because because Sirius says something along the lines of, oh, there's just one simple spell you need to know. And then they get interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. And so then once Harry hears that sound, he's like, OK, Sirius, like, stop. Don't don't talk or whatever. And then Sirius leaves. And, uh, you know, Harry turns around and oh, oh, it's Ron. Ron's like, who, who are you talking to? I heard voices, blah, blah, blah. And Harry's like. Oh, it's none of your business. Like, I hate you. Go away. <laughs> Hold on. I, I really want to see what he said. Because I, I, I basically just said, like, I'm convinced that Harry just likes fighting with people. Ron comes down, interrupting yeah. Harry's talk with Sirius. I get it. And Harry just decides it's time to yell at him. Yeah. Let yeah. me see. Hold on. You, you um, know what would have been better, Harry? Telling Ron you had a meeting with Sirius. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 because no. Ron comes down and he's just kind of like, who are you talking to? And Harry's just like, what's that got to do with you? What are you doing down here this time uh-huh. of night? And Ron's like, I just wondered where you, and nothing, I'm going back to bed. Yeah. And Harry's like, okay, just thought you'd come nosing around, did you? Like, and it's like, Harry, Harry. Harry's horrible, guys. Stop. He's horrible. He's awful. Like, this is the kind of, um, the kind of, this is how I expect him to act in like the next book. Yeah. I, I don't think it, I quite realize that he also acts like this in this book. Only because he's a little bitch and won't like make amends with his best friend. I know. I, I think the thing for me, like, I, I just think like, oh, angst, he's angry all the time and whatever. Like for me, that is Order of the Phoenix, not Goblet yeah. of Fire. Well, that's but, because that is the angsty book. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But it's like, you see this shit here and you're just kind of like, Harry, no, <laughs> stop yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. 
I don't know what to tell you either. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, uh, no, it just, Harry's just like, immediately like, okay, I'm still angry at you. You haven't apologized yet. Get the yep. fuck out of here. Go to bed. Yep. Exactly. <coughs> yeah. Crazy. But that is the end of chapter 19. Woo. There's not a ton to it. You know, we just kind of find out that there's dragons. He has a little chat with Sirius and that's basically it. That's <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, so now we get to move on to chapter 20, which is the first task. So this is where we actually see the task happen. Um, but we also see Harry's prep for the task. So there's actually yes. a lot more in this chapter than there was in the last one. Um so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because of course you know harry tells hermione like hey i found out what the first task is it's dragons like will you help me out yeah. you have to help me out you don't have a choice exactly <laughs> and she's like okay <laughs> yeah we can do that i guess um and i think Oh, I don't remember. Oh, it's Oh, it's later. I'm not going to talk about that yet. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't remember why I wrote yes, keep Harry alive until Tuesday evening though. It might be the fact that they're in the library trying to uh learn as much as they can about dragons cuz Sirius said, "Oh, all it takes is a simple spell." Um, so they're trying to figure out what the spell is, but also if they can't figure out what the spell is, then what are they going to do? So they're trying yeah. to research dragons and what they can do for them. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny that, I don't remember who it was, but someone had found a book in the library called Men Who Love Dragons Too Much. <laughs> and I was like, this sounds more like a podcast title or like a YouTube channel or something rather than a book. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. But they're they're doing their research. They're hardcore searching for a way for Harry to survive this uh, this task. Um, but Hermione keeps getting distracted by Crumb because every time Crumb comes to the library, his whole gaggle of fangirls come with them, and they're super loud and obnoxious. And then Hermione wants to leave, so then they can't continue their research while they're in the library because she gets annoyed. <laughs> So it's it's more like she's distracted by Crumb's fangirls. Yeah, that's that's the problem. It's not that's Crumb. The, it's it's not necessarily Crumb, but it's but it's because of Crumb. So it's, yeah, it's it's because of him. So like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's not really his fault that he has fangirls. It's though. not. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, you're fine. I, I mean, like, he is the one who decided to join a professional Quidditch team, so it's kind yeah. of his fault. True, but... But at the same know. time... <laughs> Harry doesn't have fangirls following him around anymore. <laughs> he never really had fangirls in the first place. Exactly, so... But you know, I... I think it's just different, though, because what he did was when he was a baby... <laughs> So, uh, and he disappeared from the wizarding world for 10 years. So you, you would think he would have some sort of like little fan club yeah. when he comes back. But at the same time, you probably meet him and realize, oh, he's some stupid 11 year old. Never mind. True. True. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I have no idea. 
Harry uh, contemplates running away from Hogwarts. Uh, and, you know, then he's like, no, 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 I can't. Because it's the only place I've ever been happy. And I was yeah. like, that <laughs> sounds like a toxic relationship to me. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a little bit. Because this... you, uh, you almost die every year, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, why are we not running away from this place? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, but Harry, thinking about running away from Hogwarts, did uh, did bring up some questions for me. Okay. Because uh, as we know, as we've discussed, uh, once your name has been uh, like spit out by the Goblet of Fire, you have to compete or else. Yeah. And it, I, I don't know why I never thought about this, but how does the Goblet know that you are actually competing in these tasks? I don't know. How how does it know? Like, is there some sort of magic spell surrounding the tasks that connect it back to the goblet so the goblet knows that the champions are actually attempting to complete them? Or what what would happen if Harry actually tried to run away? Like what would happen? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like what would would he die as soon as he leaves school grounds or would he be able to travel anywhere as long as he competes in the first task or like what i don't know <laughs> i don't know either that's the thing i'm glad he doesn't run away you know i mean yeah same that would make for a more boring book it would. It really would. <laughs> Harry might die immediately after leaving school grounds. Yeah, the end. Uh, <laughs> the end of Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But uh, Harry recognizes that Fleur definitely knows about the dragons and that Crumb probably knows about the dragons. And so mm -hmm. then he's like, the only one who really doesn't know is probably Cedric. And so then... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Cedric is always surrounded by his uh his fan group, you know. He he has a yeah. lot of adoring people around him all the time. I don't know why, but uh Harry gets it in his head that he has to specifically rip open Cedric's bag to get him to be alone so Harry can talk to him. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think had Harry just gone up to Cedric and been like, "Hey, can I talk to you alone?" Uh Cedric's friends or his fans or whatever would have been like uh harry potter like uh, whatever like would have like made fun of him or something i don't know uh right. and so it was just kind of like okay how do i get to cedric without having to face his fans i i feel like harry could have possibly like written a note and had an owl deliver it to Cedric or something I, being like hey meet me at this place he didn't need to rip open Cedric's bag and have ink spill all over everything yeah I was just having <laughs> the same thought I was like Harry literally could have just sent him an owl saying hey please meet me here I have information about the first task like that like, happens a lot like people send owls being like hey meet me here why doesn't Harry just do that why does Harry have to like literally destroy Cedric's personal property <laughs> Because Harry's stupid. <laughs> That's it. Harry is just stupid. We know True. this. <laughs> True. He is stupid. The funny thing, too, is that, you but know, yeah. Cedric's like, oh, man, this bag was brand yeah. new. And it's like, oh, no. That's the part that made it worse for me. I was like, what I know. the heck? <laughs> right? 
My question though was, what do you mean brand new? Do you mean like you just got it this past weekend for like being picked as champion? Or are you talking like got it new for the school year? I would say probably for the school year, which that was my I mean, thought still too. is pretty brand new because it's only about yeah. a few months old. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But crazy. Yeah. Harry, stop ripping people's stuff, okay? Like for no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> There's a better yeah. way to go about this. Right. Um but Harry's like, hey, Cedric, it's dragons. The first task is dragons. And Cedric's, like, super sus. He's like, why are you telling me this? Right, like, yeah. What? And Harry's like, I guarantee you the other two know. And I just wanted to make sure that you knew as well. We all know now, you know? Yeah. So Harry's, like, clearly just trying to, like, make it an even ground. And Cedric is just like, what the heck? Why are you trying to help me? Like, I don't trust you. Like, why? But I don't know. Harry's never really done anything negative to Cedric. <laughs> yeah. But okay. <laughs> like, it, it's good of Harry to tell Cedric about the dragons. It really it is. is. It is. The, and, like, not only is this, like, oh, the other two champions probably know, so I should tell Cedric so he yeah. knows. But also, if you think about it in the way of, like, maybe Cedric might be thinking about it, it might be like, oh, we want Hogwarts to win. So maybe that's why Harry's telling me now, so also I can prepare. Possible. Yeah, because then they have two chances. If if Harry can't exactly. do it, Cedric does it, or whatever, you know. Maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. Crazy. Cedric is just so sus. He's like, oh, "Okay, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think Moody shows up after this yes yeah like i like i think harry's like kind of late for class yeah and so moody moody shows up and harry's kind of like oh i gotta get to class and moody's like ah oh, don't worry about it come with me and it's like yeah okay <laughs> and moody says something about like oh like don't worry i'm not gonna tell anyone that you told cedric like that was a good thing for you to do whatever yeah cheating's a traditional part of the tri-wizard tournament and always has been and i'm like well, duh, yeah. the rules for the tournament are insane. They're absolutely insane. So it makes sense that they uh, cheat. Yeah, I like, the, I, like, <laughs> I like that he says it's a traditional part of it. And I'm like, okay, th- what? Yeah, that's weird that it's a yeah. tradition. I don't know. But Moody does make it a point to be like, Harry, you got to play to your strengths, buddy. Okay, so what are you good yep. at? <laughs> <laughs> and Harry immediately is like, "Oh, I I'm good at flying." <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, he's he finds out that like all he needs to do is you know figure out exactly how to get his broom to come to him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So he has to he has to learn a summoning charm, which he's been struggling with for the past like few chapters. <laughs> Um, he he hasn't even started learning it. I thought that they had. He was just struggling with the charm. Oh, yeah. Did they, I think oh, that was did the they one he was having class? a problem with. Yeah, I think that was the one oh. he was having a problem with when he was all distracted. Oh, I forgot about that. So okay. So he come like convinces Hermione. He's like, Hermione, this is what I have to learn. I need you to help me figure this out. And so she tries, but when he is doing it, everything stops like halfway across the room from him. <laughs> It's kind of like, did you really want this? No, uh, too bad. And everybody's like, Harry, you just have to focus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. 
but yeah, so he's he's learning how to do the summoning charm. He's he's working on it, and eventually he gets a hold of it. He figures out how to make things come to him, and mm-hmm. then he's like, "Well, now all I have to do is figure out how to get my broom to come to me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Hermione's like, "It's the same thing. You just have to concentrate and make sure that that's what you want." What I'm you honestly right surprised. Thing. Sorry, I'm no, honestly surprised that a uh, Harry didn't try practicing summoning his broom from wherever it was yeah like I, like all they were doing was practicing with Hermione across the room being yeah. like all right here's a book summon the book and that that's it they didn't say okay Harry where's your broom try summoning it right like, that was such a short distance for it to travel I know and that was something he could see yeah he so honestly should have gone down into the grounds probably and tried summoning the broom I think it was also late at night by that point. True. So they weren't going to go to the grounds. But even still, even if it were like, I don't know. I I guess maybe his broom was in his dorm room. So it's like people are sleeping in there. I probably shouldn't. (laughs) So like, I get it. But. (laughs) Still. (laughs) Still. You should try with something you can't see that might be a little further away. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But he... I think goes to transfiguration class um, and he finds out that sudden violent deaths are going to happen to those born in July. And he's like, well, that's good. Just as long as it's not drowned <laughs> out. I don't want to suffer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> no, not, I, I remember transfiguration, that. transfiguration. The, the... Divination? Divination, yeah. I think you said that. Oh, I, I thought I said transfiguration. Oh, which, I don't like, know. Is very wrong if that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, it was not yeah. McGonagall. It was, it was uh, not. Trelawney. It was yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but now we are here, and it is time for the first task to happen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you have more information than I do. I think a uh, little bit, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, like, Harry gets pulled into the champion's tent, I think, like, towards the end of lunch or something. McGonagall comes up and is kind of like, okay, all the champions have to go to the champion's tent now. Let's go. Uh, So he takes, she takes him to the champion's tent, which is Mm -hmm. nearby the stadium where the first task is going to happen. And uh, and apparently Ludo Bagman is wearing his old wasp robes. You know, his old Quidditch robes. (laughs) Yeah, those. Why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> Super weird. Let's be real. Ludo! No! Why, why are you wearing those? You're, you're not this, on that team anymore. <laughs> you're not. And this this task has nothing to do with Quidditch. It has absolutely nothing to do with Quidditch. Exactly. Just, I just I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I think the only other thing I have is... Uh, is that just just a random comment about uh, like they're all in the champions tent and like le- like leading up I don't know like 20 30 minutes before the uh, the task starts yeah uh, hundreds of pairs of feet could be heard passing the tent their owners talking excitedly <laughs> and for some reason it just made me laugh because I was like oh the pairs of feet have owners. <laughs> Well, of course they do. Don't you own your own feet? <laughs> I do, but it makes it seem like it's something I adopted. <laughs> I mean, maybe you did. Who knows? Maybe you I did. I don't know. Store. I did. This is I becoming did. a mouse tail now. 
I don't know yeah. if you know that, but I don't know. Oh, girl. Oh, I'll send you mouse tails after this. Okay. It was a right. it was a, a little book that my my um my parents used to read to us when we were little. But it was gotcha. just all about these little mouse tails and this one so just real quick, this mouse walked <laughs> like so far that he needed to get new feet, so he went to the feet store. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so All it's right. just like, it just goes like that. It's just stories like that. <laughs> yeah. <Gotcha. laughs> yeah. Oh, gotcha. what nice new feet you have. Exactly. <laughs> it was a exactly. book we grew up with, though. So I'll, I'll send it to you so you can see what I'm talking about. I promise I'm not crazy. Um, <laughs> but we would yeah. come up with our own mouse tails. Anyway. Oh, gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah. Back to Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly Um, all right anyways (laughs) so i thought it was interesting that you know they had their little tent for the champions obviously for them to wait for like during the task and stuff and everyone just seems a little worried (laughs) i was like a little a little bit they all know it's dragons they're all very scared because these are very big fire breathing evil not necessarily evil but they will kill you because I they're mean, nesting mothers. <laughs> we, we can at least assume they all know that it's dragons. True. We can't possibly know for sure if Crom knows, but everyone else yeah. knows. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, everyone else pretty much knows. And so, but I think also, even if they didn't know, there there would just be this sort of like fear of like, what the fuck are we about to face? Yeah, I have exactly. no idea. There's a possibility we could die. Like people are yep. known for dying in this tournament. So yeah, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. But they're they're chilling in that tent, and then all of a sudden they're like, "All right, we're gonna match you up to a a random dragon." (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. And they do. They match them up to a random dragon, and Harry just happens to get the horn tail. Woo! Casual. The one that he heard is the most aggressive. (laughs) Yep. Fun times. Fun Um, times. And okay, I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that also when they uh, when they pulled out the tiny versions of the dragons, each of them had yeah. a number hanging around their neck, which signified what order yes, the champions were going right. to go in. Yep. So I thought that was interesting. I never like that. That's not shown in the movies. The no, movies it's not. they just pick one, they and it's like, oh, that's the one you got. <laughs> I always yeah. thought those dragons were so cute because they have a little I dragon know. pet. But do they not <laughs> get to keep them? Like, what happens to I the know, dragon? But- <laughs> right i'm like what what even are they are they dragons that they actually legitimately just shrunk or are they just they're so cute though <laughs> i know i love them <laughs> but i thought it was really interesting because while they're in the tent and they're like waiting their turn they can hear the commentator and they can hear the crowd which you would think they would not want to hear that until it was their turn or they were done because normally in competitions like this where you go one at a time like my first thought was like ice skating because in that type Mm -hmm. of competition usually you have earplugs and noise canceling whatever so you can't hear other people's performances oh and you can't hear anything until it's your turn to go and then you take all of that off so you can hear your music and you go and perform And then after that, you're totally fine because you already did it. You don't have to block anything out or get psyched out because someone chose this music or did mm -hmm. this stuff or whatever. But um, (laughs) but like that's what that's what my first thought was that it was kind of similar to ice skating where it's like Mm -hmm. 
you don't want to hear who goes before you or what like score they get or what they yeah. do well or anything like that. So See, I didn't I didn't even know that about ice skating, so or figure skating. Oh, yeah, 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 that's what it is. Yeah, I didn't know that. I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, I th- I feel like that's a pretty common practice for them. I've watched a good amount of ice skating stuff, but mm-hmm. I can't say that that's what everyone does, but maybe. Yeah. That makes sense though. So, but you also have to realize that this is Harry Potter. True. It's not real. <laughs> and also this tournament hasn't been held in at least a couple decades, if not a couple hundred years. You know? Yeah. Very true. Very true. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I feel like that would have made sense for them to like make the tent at least noise canceled so you can't hear anything outside of it. Why would they do that, though? It's way more fun when you can hear absolutely everything. They're like, let's psych everyone out. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. They already know what they're facing, you know? I mean, Why not no. make it worse for the people who have to go later? Oh, poor Harry. Because <laughs> he's yeah, last. Yeah, he's last, unfortunately. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, good luck, Harry, right? Everyone else goes out. They succeed. You know, Harry gets to hear that, you know, there were some bad moments in each person's thing, you know, because the commentator always makes a comment about how something happened. It's Ludo Bagman. (laughs) He's the commentator. That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I do think, like, I kind of wonder why the judges show scores after each champion goes. Because, like, it... In my mind, I mean, I don't know how long they take to deliberate um, about their scores or anything. Like, in my mind, it's almost like they get, like, 30 seconds or maybe, like, a minute to deliberate. But I'm like, I feel like there's still a dragon in the arena. Yeah. Like, um, what? <laughs> I I was going to say, I feel like it should be more like UIL. <laughs> or you find out your score afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think they basically like, you know, because uh, we see this after Harry goes, honestly, like Harry kind of gets ushered off so he can get like bandaged up a little bit, whatever he needs. Um, and then it's like, OK, it's time for the scores. Let's go back yeah, out there. And exactly. then Harry gets the scores. So I, I think it's yeah. definitely more like that. But when yeah. I was reading it, it just seemed like, oh, there's the scores. Yeah, it's like. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh? You know, like 20 seconds between they caught the egg and the scores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope that it is the, the other way, like where it is a little bit more like, um, UIL. Not that I, I mean, uh-huh. maybe they don't have UIL in the UK, but. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know how they're, they're music programs are up there but um (laughs) we have uil and that's just how i i felt like it should be where you do your thing leave and then they tell you your score afterwards (laughs) yeah yeah i i I think it's probably more like that (laughs) i i hope that's what it is (laughs) i think it's more like how harry went through it where he where he got the egg they escorted him off and then you know like five minutes later it was like okay let's go back I, I hope that's what it is, because I would feel so bad for these kids having to stay in the, the arena with, like, this dangerous dragon. I mean, obviously the dragon handlers are out there like, okay, let's take care of the dragon. Well, for sure, but, but still. Yeah, but still. <laughs> it is a dragon. <laughs> um, yeah. 
But, you know, Harry successfully gets his broom. He successfully, like, I mean, over a, a course of a lot of tries, gets the dragon to fly away from her nest. Okay. <laughs> and then he zooms back and grabs the egg. <laughs> I... <laughs> the Okay, there was... There was, uh, in one paragraph, I think, like, right before he got the egg, it was kind of like, ah, oh, the trick was to do it carefully, yeah. gradually. And I was like, it's written like Harry has done this before. No, no, he has not. No. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, um, I'm curious how he figured that one out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do have to say, like, I always kind of wondered why the champions don't come back to the champion's tent afterwards. Because... Uh, it's just like, okay, they go, and then they're done, and then the, the ever, Harry just gets left alone. Like, did they die? <laughs> or, like, I know they got the egg, but are they okay? <laughs> and it's like, it makes sense that, you know, after they get, they get the, the egg, they would, like, be escorted to the hospital wing or yeah. wherever, you know, to get bandaged up. And so it would be silly to go back to the champion's tent. True. But even still, I've always just been like, why do they not go back? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question, though, because. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I also want to know why Harry didn't have a backup plan for if Accio didn't work. Because he's Harry and he uh, always has one plan and that plan is definitely going to work no matter what. You know what? If Accio didn't work, he was just going to use Expelliarmus. Yeah, 100%. You know, <laughs> it was going to work. That it was going to work on the dragon for sure. It was going to work on the dragon. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. What what would they expel? Their fire breathing? Yeah, right. <laughs> what weapon do they have that you can take? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, Harry is so powerful. He would have done Expelliarmus on the dragon. The dragon would have gone flying, you know? <laughs> He's right, Harry right. freaking Potter. Come right. on. He is Harry freaking Potter, and Expelliarmus does all of the things. It does. Um, <laughs> for no reason. For no reason, yeah. Thanks, exactly. Joe. Thanks for that writing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Harry does survive. He gets the egg. He he gets, you know, to the end. He survives. McGonagall was apparently super worried. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course she would be. <laughs> and this is this is the part where everyone stops being really fucking stupid. Because Hermione and Ron come to congratulate Harry. Ron is there. Uh, and Ron finally admits that he made a mistake and was like, I am so sorry, Harry. I know you would never wish this upon yourself and I don't even want to do this. So I am so sorry that someone did this to you. Yeah. Yes. Like, good Good for Ron and Harry for for making up you know they're friends again everything's Jeez. good and then harry has to be a fucking asshole to hermione because hermione's crying like oh thank god like first of all harry's alive second of all you made up and harry's like there's nothing to cry about and it's like harry stop harry's just dumb okay harry is so dumb <laughs> He's so mean. He is not a nice friend. Like, I He's don't not. know why they're friends with him. He's not a nice friend at all. I, yeah, I don't know why they're friends with him. But it is nice to see them all back together. And that 
you know, Ron is stupid, obviously, but so is Harry. Like, they're all just dumb. They're both stupid. Hermione should just leave them. Go find better friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go find better friends, Hermione. Please. Uh, But, um, yeah. So then, of course, Ron fills Harry in on everyone else's way of getting past the dragons or getting through the task or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, they did this, they did this, they did this. Yeah, I... Okay, it mentions that Crumb hit his dragon directly in the eye, and I was like, that's actually brilliant. I actually, that's that's a great way to do it, just hit the dragon in the eyes. It's true. <laughs> Although, however, apparently they had actual eggs out yeah, on the field real with the golden eggs, egg. Which is not And <laughs> Crumb's dragon wound up smushing half the eggs. Yeah, so he so, lost points for that. He did, he did. <laughs> which is... I. I don't yeah. even that I feel like that's way worse than just losing a few points. You know, I feel like he should have had a bigger consequence. <laughs> I I don't but know because no. I, I don't think he should have had a bigger consequence because I, I think, you know, losing points because of that, absolutely. However, yes. I don't think it was ever explained, hey, there are real dragon eggs out there as well. True. Don't Try not to harm those in any way. That's a good you know? point. Like, like I don't think anything was said. Like, if it were, like, if I were thinking about, it, I would think maybe like, oh, maybe those are fake eggs with yeah. the golden egg. So yeah, that's a good point. You know, they should have just replaced the real eggs with fake ones. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Organizers. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's on their fault. Yes. But um, they do um, all get told that their golden egg that they got holds the clue to the next task. Yeah, hold on. Before we get to that, yes. though, okay, I want to go yeah. back. Okay. I want to go back a bit. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I, when Harry gets escorted to uh, to like the the hospital tent, whatever he gets escorted to. Madame Pomfrey immediately is just kind of like dragons. Like, oh my God, last year's Dementors, this year's dragons. What are they going to bring to school next? And I'm like, Madame Pomfrey gets it. (laughs) She gets it. She does get it. She does get it. She's the best. (laughs) She's she's literally probably the most sane adult at Hogwarts. (laughs) Well, especially considering she always has to do so much work in the time that Harry is at Hogwarts. I know. (laughs) She's like, y'all need to stop bringing these dangers to my school so I can just deal with normal illnesses and normal injuries. I don't want to keep having to deal with growing bones back and helping people recover from being petrified and like all of this other stuff. Like she doesn't want to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. And like uh like when Harry comes into the tent, he has a uh, a cut like on his shoulder or whatever from the Hungarian horntail because he like missed the tail and accidentally like got nicked or something. Yeah. Um and so like Madame Pomfrey, you know, like fixes him up, whatever, and she's like, Okay, sit there, stay there for a couple minutes, like five minutes. Harry immediately is like, Nope <laughs> and just fucking goes well it's harry he does whatever he wants all the i know time. i know i also want to say that the movie makes harry versus the hungarian horn tail so much more exciting it does it was very boring in the book it um i mean in the movie they literally fly over to the bridge i know and which destroy it <laughs> 
Do they actually destroy it? I guess I'm maybe they do. I'm pretty sure the dragon destroys it with its tail or something. Maybe. You might be right on that. Uh, I haven't but, seen like, it in a while, but... Same, yeah. But, like, the just in the book, it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, Harry, you know, flew towards it, maybe flew up some, and, like, okay, and then he got the egg, and then, oh, we're done. Yeah. Like, okay, all right. Awesome. It took maybe <laughs> two pages, you know? True. <laughs> <laughs> like, it didn't take that long. I was, was like, oh, this is boring. All right. It was pretty short. It was pretty uh, uneventful. Harry just does it, you know? Nothing yeah. special. You don't hear anything crazy. So. You don't, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so after uh, Harry and Ron make up, you know, they're friends again, whatever, they go back out into the arena so Harry can get his scores. Yep. And I think he gets, like, mostly, like, nines or something, maybe a ten from Dumbledore or someone. Or maybe it's from Bagman. I don't know. Uh, but, like, I think Madame Pomfrey gave him, like, an eight or a seven or something. And Ron's like, Oh, I suppose she took marks off for your shoulder, you know, yeah. cause he got, he got the cut on his shoulder and I'm kind of like, why are they not allowed to get injured? I However, no, <laughs> like, like had Ron said something along the lines of you failed to dodge the tail, you know, the dragon's tail, then I would understand like, Oh, okay. She took marks off because of that. But no, it just sounds like Madame Maxime took points off for Harry getting injured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay alright no one said they're not allowed to get injured in this <laughs> yeah it's true no one did say that I don't know Yeah, but uh, but also like what's up with Karkaroff's score he gave <laughs> Harry a 4 I'm not sure because I feel like a 4 is more fitting of someone who just didn't really complete the task yeah but like, Harry completed it and he did it you know well Enough. I think I think it's because they expected the uh, the champions to actually like kind of fight the dragon and not just be like, oh, I'm gonna summon my broom and just fly around to them. Like well, that's, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> I know. Like I I really wish we got a reasoning as to why Karkarov gave him a four. Yeah, I do too. Like, I I feel like if we got the reasoning, if we could get like the breakdown of the points and whatnot, I could be like, yeah. okay, I understand. I get that. I agree. I agree. You, you yeah. get that one. <laughs> you know, just but, like when we were in UIL and we got a breakdown of why we got whatever score we got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because they would like they would tell you what you did in each section. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but it's just like Karkarov. A four? Yeah. Don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was funny, though, that Ron was so outraged about it. I know. I was I'm like, like okay, they, buddy. <laughs> they, they, need, they need, like, a UIL sheet that has all the breakdowns of why you got that score, and then you could go through it, and, mm -hmm. but it is what it is, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah, you know. It's fine. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, so so at the end of all this, I think they're also told like, oh, uh, you know, so-and-so uh, is in first place with a yeah. score of whatever. This champion's in second place and whatever. Um, and then, yeah, it's mentioned there that they the golden egg is a clue as yes. to what the next task is. Yep. Why so, do they get a clue for the second task? I don't know. 
They didn't get a clue for the first one, and well, I don't think they get a clue for the third did, one. But they don't. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, they didn't get a clue for the they first one. They just got one. to cheat for the first one. Yeah, no, no. They it, it, cheating happened for the first one. It was not a clue from the official tournament. But yeah, you're right. And then they don't find anything out about the the third one. Not either. the third one. Yeah, exactly. Like why the so, second one? My yeah. guess. Is it's because it's underwater and it's better for the champions to actually be prepared for that one. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that because if you're not prepared for that, how the how the fuck are you gonna be able to complete yeah. that? You go you won't. You go into that with you, you no won't. knowledge of how to do anything underwater, no gillyweed, no bubble spell, uh, no nothing. Good luck. You would just be swimming on the surface of the water, <laughs> occasionally looking down, like, oh nope, nothing there. Let's back up for air. Okay, let's keep swimming. Well, and then you'd have to go so deep that you really would have to figure out a way to hold your breath for longer. Yeah, or exactly. Something. So you know? I think I think that's the reason they get a clue yeah. for the second one. I think you're not right. for any of the others. Yeah. I mean, what even would the clue for the maze be? I don't know. I I think I think by the time they get to the age of 17, you know, they're supposed to have I I would assume a good amount of uh of like defensive and uh, offensive spells or whatever to fight people and things or something. I don't know. They're supposed to take defense against the dark arts. They're supposed to learn things in there. Uh so I, I think the whole thing about the first task and the third task is that you're supposed to be able to fight something. I just, I mean, I so, feel like the third one isn't even about fighting. It's, it's not. More it's of not. A That's test the thing. Of your brain and like you're how right. how knowledgeable and how intelligent you are to be able to pass the sphinxes. Like, I think it's a a riddle that you have to answer for the sphinx. And then, like, See, I don't even remember that. <laughs> there's some other things that are like just knowledge puzzles. So I, I really yeah. think that that just has a lot to do with like how smart you are, your reasoning, how much knowledge you have about mythical creatures um, yeah. that already exist in your world, and like how they would like talk to you. Like, I are you gonna learn that in school? <laughs> I mean, that I guess. Because I would assume that the professors probably got together and said, hey, what would, what should these, you know, students competing in this know at this point? Also, the blast ended scroots. Oh, God. Oh, no. They're going to be in the maze. No. Oh, no. I forgot about that until, like, just now. <laughs> oh no can we skip to the third task i don't even care yeah, about the we, second task at this point <laughs> we don't care about the second task just get us to the third task can we, can we go to the maze <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah no but see see like i only know the maze from the fourth movie which like is terrifying no, you know also uh, very wrong compared to it, the yeah. maze in the book so. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, like, I think I've only read the fourth book once. Like, so, like, I don't yeah. remember what the maze is supposed to be. All I know is the movie version, which is terrifying. <laughs> well, you'll remember soon. <laughs> I d- yeah, no, or at least I'll get to find out again. It's true. You will. You will. You'll find out. 
Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know. I, I, I think. Yeah, probably. So I think for the first one, it was like, oh, they won't need as much uh, preparation for it because like, yeah. oh, they should know how to. They should know something at least to yeah. potentially fight off a dragon, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess for the third one, it's just like, hey, you're supposed to be smart. Be smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Harry's disqualified then. <laughs> okay, okay, yep. Goodbye, Harry. <laughs> All he knows is Expelliarmus. <laughs> he knows Expelliarmus and he knows how to fly. And that that's all he needs, it. right? <laughs> well, actually, I guess technically now he knows Accio. <laughs> he knows Accio, technically. You know what? Why didn't... For the third task, why doesn't Harry... Call his broom to him again. Yeah, why doesn't he just fly over the maze? I also wonder that. Like, why doesn't he (laughs) just fly over the maze? Who knows? Who knows? Weird. Weird weird things, you know? Oh, God. I mean, when we get to that point, maybe we'll find out that there's some kind of spell causing them to not be able to go above the maze. I don't know. But maybe we'll find out. We'll find out, yeah. (laughs) Um, but at the end of uh, all of this, you know, Rita Skeeter would love to get an interview, right? And she's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> Harry, can I have a word? And he goes, yeah, you can have a word. Goodbye. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> yes. I love it. I didn't I write anything it. about that, but I was just like, that's the best. <laughs> I am also very curious because they describe the robes that she's wearing as acid green. And I yeah. am very curious what acid green looks like. Right? Yeah. Like, is this like a neon green or is this like a not neon green where it's just like a bright green, like a heather green? Or is it like a forest green? Like, what color green is acid? <laughs> Are we just supposed to know that? <laughs> yes. We're supposed to know everything that Joe describes. Why are we describing green as acid green? Like, what color is that? Who knows? If you had said heather green, I would know what you're talking about. If you had said forest green, I would know what you're talking about. If you had said puke green, I would know what you're talking about. (laughs) If you had said neon green, I would know what you're talking about. But no one knows what acid green is. Mm -hmm. And I stand by that. I don't think anyone knows what acid green looks like. I mean, in my mind, it is kind of like a bright green. That's Not necessarily neon, but a bright green. <laughs> but wouldn't green. you describe it as a bright green then? Not just acid green? That's a weird way to describe she, it. She has to have a, a fun way to describe it. And acid apparently is fun. So. It's not fun if the color's not um, intelligible. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it failed. <laughs> didn't work it did not work she could have said fungus green and i probably would have been able to figure that one out too i don't know if i would have figured that one out i still would have been confused but yeah i I probably i i think i would have probably thought of um there's these creatures in the fairytopia mermaidia movies those ones the the like bad cronies that work for the evil person in those movies i think those are the that's the color i would have thought of for fungal green i don't know these movies so that's okay they're barbie movies but but otherwise i don't what is acid green (laughs) i don't know i just think bright green (laughs) she should have written bright green (laughs) i know (laughs) you you don't get points for creativity ma'am if no one knows what color it is (laughs) nope um but yeah, that's the end. The The goodbye part was literally the end of the chapter. So Yeah, actually, I can confirm. Hold on. Let's I'm pretty see. sure What's... that was the end. 
Yeah, that was... Yep, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can have a word, said Harry savagely. Goodbye. And he set off back to the castle with Ron. Okay. That's okay, I was going to say, I, I, I would feel <laughs> dumb if there was more after that, and I just quoted that and said that no, was no. the end. But it's that, that was definitely the end. Yeah, no, that okay, was definitely good. the end. <laughs> but it was a good it was a good little moment, you know, where he gets back it at Rita's feeding. It was, yeah. Um, he's there will he's be like, more, we're done here. Yeah, there will be more moments like that. Don't you guys worry. Um, but that's it for these two chapters, and we made it. We oh we only went a little bit over an hour. Look I at us know. with our time limit. Look at <laughs> us. I feel like we sped through the first chapter, to be honest. I think we did, but also there was like nothing in it. So. I know that's the thing. Like the that's the funny thing too. I I know I felt this way before about previous chapters in this book, but I feel like these two chapters were supposed to be exciting, and they kind of just weren't. No, they weren't. So like. I I think I'm starting to understand why some people don't really like this book as much and think that it's really boring and stuff because yeah. there are a lot of moments where it is boring or where it's just a lot of like random stuff that you don't really need to know or don't care about or mm. whatever. Like, I mean, we're specifically reading it and taking notes and we're not taking as many notes as <laughs> yeah. we usually do. So I think the thing about this book is that in the movie, they made it so much better. Yep. I think that's why I like this book so much is because of the movie. It's not because yeah. of the book. It's because of the movie. Okay. So. I could see that. Because I, I like, I really enjoy the Goblet of Fire movie. It's yeah. like one of my top Harry Potter movies, you know? Don't tell that to anyone. They'll get mad at you. It's not one of their top <laughs> I will tell them that Prisoner of Azkaban is at the bottom of the list, okay? They can get mad at me for that. <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban is arguably a horrible movie. <laughs> the Harry Potter movie that wanted to be a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, directed God. by a horror film director, so you can't True. even be like, no, it wasn't. He used like, all of his horror film techniques in it. Yes, it was. <laughs> like, I appreciate that movie. Like, I don't think it's a bad movie, but it's also just not... It's not, it's not really, it. it's not it, you know? Yeah, same. I don't love it. Yeah. I could do without it, personally, but that's okay. Yeah. Everyone has one that they don't really like, and uh, uh, I really hope people, no it's... one says that about number two, because number two is probably the most book accurate, but whatever. Whatever, you know? <laughs> it is what it is. Fine. Uh, but that's it. So... We'll be talking about the, I think it's the next two chapters. Yeah, it's the next two chapters. And the next one. Yeah. I know sometimes it's three, sometimes it's two. So I don't remember. Yeah, I I had, but... I had looked recently. I think I had looked last week. Like, okay. okay, when is the next three chapter episode? And I think we have a couple more episodes until we okay, get there. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, usually when it's three chapters, it's still the same amount of reading. It's just because it ended up fitting time-wise, but yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, That's join the, the Discord. Time. Yeah, join the yeah. Discord. Join the Discord. Write us and write us a review, but make it intelligible. <laughs> yeah. Intelligible? Yeah. Is that the word I'm looking for? <laughs> yes. Don't write, don't write a review that's two stars that just says yeah. Literally, the review is just yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay. So many yes. Like, bruh. 
put some intelligence into it, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> like, we do it, read those. <laughs> we do read them. We, like, I want to know what the yuzz were for. <laughs> I, I would love for whoever that was to expand on this. Like, please. Come, message us whatever tell us why (laughs) please it was such a funny review to read it was karen sent me a screenshot and my first response was just the fuck is this (laughs) i don't even remember what i said when i sent it to you (laughs) i don't know hold on can we find out hold on actually hold on i'm gonna look on my phone because i get the feeling if i do it on my computer it's just gonna freeze our uh I sent it to you on Discord. Yeah, you sent it to me on Discord, I think. I think. Oh, yeah, I did. You did, yeah. I said, (laughs) wow, a new two-star review. (laughs) Yeah, that's all it is. Good times, guys. Good times. Great times. Anyways. uh, Yeah, so go review us. Yeah, please. Go make fun of the uh, review, because it it genuinely is so funny. Also, just like actually give us an opinion <laughs> yeah no we we want your your genuine opinions we really do i don't want to see another review that just says yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah yeah anyway anyways join the discord yep do that yeah come hang out with us when we stream next yeah that too which will be anyways. next week yeah ne- yeah on sunday yeah, on Sunday. Our Saturday usual streams day. are not normal. Sunday ones are normal. Sunday ones are normal, <laughs> not Saturdays. Sorry. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it, yeah. So cool. I guess we should... Keep... It... Magical! We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMM Oh My. Be sure to check out our website at bmmohmy.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmohmy. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.ohmy at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye!